0: Welcome, sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill.
2: I'm Linda. I'm Jenna.
1: I'm Chris. I'm Stu. <laughs> and uh, Stu is looking a little uh, terrified uh, because um, we're going to be talking about co- <clears throat> excuse me cocaine bear in our first episode. And uh, Chris and Jenna and Stu, I think the three of you went together to see that on Friday night. Am I right? We yes. did. It was a trip. Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, who wants to uh, start off with a little synopsis for us?
3: yeah um i can do that actually okay um so just so people are aware this is very loosely um based off uh a true story um and it's basically about a a uh a bear that consumed a duffel bag of cocaine uh from a drug uh drug dealer that was flying over um part of the u.s dumps a bunch of a ba- bunch of bags of cocaine and a bear comes by and uh you know eats it up and then chaos kind of ensues uh after that so um what i enjoyed about the film is in the beginning um and, and Stu, you you can kind of talk to this if you saw it uh, they kind of showed uh i guess they were original clips of the investigation at the time when it when it, when it started um and then they kind of start from there so they start with like you know these old television clips talking about uh, this man who fell out of a plane, his parachute didn't go out, uh, and that's kind of where the movie begins. It's the search for this cocaine. In
1: 1985? In yes. Oh, so it takes place in 1985?
3: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah so yeah. I heard it was based on a true story and that uh, the difference is in the true story, the bear died from an overdose of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh so, yeah, Stu, oh yeah, Stu. You look pretty uh, horrific there. You want to uh, tell us yeah. uh, what you thought? Or
4: uh, yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Go, go, going back to the to the true story aspect of it. Um, what happened was in in eighty back in eighty five. Yeah, you yeah, know that that, that that those were the those were the days, man. Yeah, that's so, you know everywhere. <laughs> those, those are the, the cocaine days, man. Yeah, we, we 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 well, some of us weren't there, but yeah, but, yeah, but, but Bill, you were there. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
3: Stu, you so, didn't yeah. happen <laughs> to run
4: into a bag of cocaine before the show? Did you?
3: <laughs> if he if he starts itching, I'm going to wonder.
4: <laughs> there's, you know, Mayor, yeah. there's It's it, it's been a hell of a week, and there's some shit I can't talk about. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what we did, yeah. So what, what 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 happened? What happened in real life? You know, yeah. And, and, and Chris is right. He was you know Tom Brokaw was covering this thing the whole the whole nine yard. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brokaw is a featured player in Cocaine Bear. Okay. There's, you can't do Cocaine Bear without Tom Brokaw, but. You know, what, what, what happened in real life, I was a little disappointed when I saw the movie. A little bit. What is it? This guy is smuggling cocaine in from the Bahamas. Okay, he's coming in from, from Latin America with his buddy in the plane. And somehow he gets a radio that's locked on. I'm, I'm not making this up. It, it's a radio that's locked on the Customs Service channel. And he hears that he's being trailed by a Customs plane.
1: Hmm.
4: He's like, okay, the jig is up. So we've got to ditch the coke. He, his buddy has no idea there's coke in the plane. <laughs> he suddenly gives his buddy a parachute and says, "You gotta go." And he shoves his buddy out the plane. Buddy survives. <sighs> and, you know, no innocents are killed in cocaine in the real in the real story. Okay, so he shoves his buddy out. Buddy survives. This guy, you know, straps as much coke to himself as he possibly can and a parachute. You know, he'd been a paratrooper. in Nam. He knew what he was doing. He's also wearing Gucci loafers. Best out of the story. <laughs> <laughs> he dumps uh, all the Kogi can't strap himself. He dumps out into what turns out to be Chattahoochee Natural, National Forest, and then he sets the plane on autopilot. Ends up crashing into a mountain in North Carolina. By that time, though, he's bailed out. Problem is, in the movie, they have, have him bumping his head and not be knocked unconscious, so he can't deploy shoot. In real life, they think this guy—he was always cocky as a paratrooper. He got a little cocky and released the shoot a little late. And instead, he ends up splattered on the driveway of an eighty-five-year-old Alzheimer's patient in, in Knoxville. That's the honest thing. you
1: have way. to go, if you have to go that way, land in the driveway of somebody who's not going to remember it. <laughs> I'm
4: not going to be overly traumatized, right? That, 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 that's how I want to go. I've had a, I got it all planned out. Too. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That, that's a true story. Meanwhile, there's this there's a load of cocaine, and somewhere out, out in the forest in North Georgia. Nobody has any idea where it is. Months later, okay. You want me to tell continue to tell this true story? You're going to go back to the movie. No, no,
3: no you've got- it's a true story. Yeah. Yeah.
4: True story? Well, a true, st- true story gets a little anticlimactic. Well, no, there, there, there's a whole other climax, okay. It involves legendary country music stars. So, this kid is out hiking in the forest and he comes upon this duffel bag. He says, this is a little weird. There's some packages here that looks like they've been torn open. He goes, and tells the ranger about it. The ranger says, We've been told we'll be on the lookout for these duffel bags. it has got cocaine in them. They go out in the woods. Well, they find all the duffel bags. They find all the packages. And about 100 100 yards from this mass of torn open duffel bags and packages, (laughs) they find a black bear. Dead as a doornail. (laughs) (laughs) They do a necropsy on the black bear. The black bear has eaten over 70 pounds of cocaine. Oh, oh
1: my shit. God.
4: <laughs> the veterinarian doing the necropsy, I'm not making this up, said it is impossible to tell the actual cause of death of the bear because every system in that bear had failed. He's got cerebral oh. <laughs> hemorrhage. He's got a stroke. He's got a heart attack. His kidneys are shot to hell. <laughs> that's, a, that's the lesson, kids. Don't do coke. It will mess you up every conceivable way. Well, at least yeah.
1: seventy pounds of it, anyway.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. You dosage is important. Yeah, 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 So Nancy Reagan told told, told us that it all it all was on the end. <laughs> oh. So where
3: Cocaine Bear deviates from that is instead of having a boring story where um, anticlimactic, not boring, but well, no, know, it, it, well, having, having that kind of, of ending.
4: Thought, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll figure. Yeah. This thing about a minute. The kicker yeah. is they. Taxidermy the bear, because of course you, of course, of course you do. Yeah, the bear ends up being owned. I'm not making this up by Waylon frigging Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps it in his personal trophy case for years.
1: Does he title it Cocaine Bear?
4: Yes. <laughs> well, uh, cocaine Bear, aka Pablo Escobar. Right, <laughs> Pablo Escobar. That's wow. the name of the bear, which wouldn't work in the movie for reasons Chris gonna get to. But anywho, they take the, swear to God, it's absolutely true. Uh, Eventually, the bear bear today, to this very day, stands in a tourist trap in Lexington, Kentucky, called the Kentucky for Kentuckians Fun Mall. And it greets you as you open the door, wearing a University of Kentucky hat.
3: Huh. Yeah, we actually met some people that were talking to us about that at the theater that night. Um, they even had like a shirt that said cocaine bear on it and everything like that. And, and they encouraged don't do drugs. To visit it. Sometime. Yeah. Don't do, don't do drugs. Kind of shirt. It was pretty awesome. Huh. Uh, yeah. It was a bear shirt. Right. It just said B E instead of "dare." It was bear. Um, yeah. So that was pretty great. So, um, but yeah, so that's the true story, right? That that's what happened where yeah. cocaine bear um, deviates. We'll say is, what if that bear hadn't died? What would <laughs> the future be for a, a black bear? And uh, if one it of the knew cool enough,
1: things, so you're saying if it knew enough to do cocaine in moderation.
3: <laughs> this was no this moderation. Bear was not in moderation. Uh, no. <laughs> this is like what you know, what if cocaine just didn't outright kill you, right? Oh, okay. Um, All right. Uh, you know, what would a bear behave like? What would a bear be like? And you know, that's a scene of at one point, you know. the the bear is just like getting the whiff of it in the air. Whenever it smells of this bear goes nuts. Um, One of the cool things is uh, in the very beginning, they have like this, uh, this, this tongue in cheek comment of, you know, if it's a black bear fight, if it's a brown bear, you know, play or something like that. Yes. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it says source, wikipedia <laughs> like <laughs> just right there in the screen like because wikipedia says so you know yeah right um and there's a, a couple people uh this uh, um, uh couple that's that's uh hiking through the forest in the very beginning and um uh uh they hike to this peak and they look down and they see this bear that's kind of um acting weird and and as the guy's looking at it through the binoculars he's like it must be demented or something because the bear's over here slamming its head up against a tree and (laughs) uh then all of a sudden the bear sees them and turns on them uh and uh so then they have that debate you know do we do we run or do we do we fight and he's like no we we have to fight it it's a black bear um (laughs) instead his his uh uh, girlfriend or wife i i I couldn't tell at the time i know they were talking about kids but anyway she ends up running and uh that's when chaos ensues and uh a lot of people die. I'll just say that.
2: Um,
3: there's a lot of collateral damage in this yeah, movie. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of collateral lot. damage. So, um, but this this the story of Cocaine Bear was actually pretty interesting because it brought in a few different groups that all end up combining together, merging together as they try to avoid this bear. You have the kids that want to go to uh, this, uh, I forget what they call it, this waterfall place they wanted to go visit. So instead of going to school that day, they're going to skip school and uh, go on their own and, and hike through this uh, forest area to get there. You have the drug hotel guys that want the cocaine that they, you know, misplaced in the forest. You have the mom that's trying to find those kids and you have the park rangers uh, <laughs> who is a whole other interesting thing of themselves. Um, but you have this whole, uh, you know, this truck of people going in trying to accomplish something and there's a cocaine bear running around on the loose. Uh, and I thought they did a pretty okay job for a made up story yeah. of how everyone kind of comes together in this.
2: Huh? It's it's like Jaws on land.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Jaws on land. With uh, on land. Yeah, Jaws with cocaine, but a bear on land is uh, <laughs> yes. a pretty, pretty good way to put it. Um, the now uh, I wanna, now I want
1: to now I kind of want to see Jaws with the shark yeah. on cocaine, yeah. Right? What would that be like? Right.
3: Yeah. I think that's I think that was called uh, they, they did that movie probably, it was like the Meg or something like that, which you <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Um, that was kind of like a shark on cocaine, um, but yeah, so the, the movie took a pretty comical uh route to the storytelling here and it was a lot funnier than i thought it was going to be to be honest yeah. um the the comedy aspect of this despite a scary bear running around ripping people to shreds um was was top notch um they they had really really good jokes in here um <laughs> alongside what i thought was pretty okay storytelling even down <laughs> to the far fetched stuff like this bear chasing down an the ambulance, ambulance. <laughs> um it was you could tell it was definitely heavily CG'd, and you know, no bear. I'm going to say this, and someone's probably going to prove me wrong. Can run that fast, um, but uh, <laughs> the whole way that this scene plays out is actually pretty interesting, and in it and in it you could guess it, right? So, at, at one point, uh, the park ranger um, gets injured, and she's she's uh, holed up in her in her office there, and through some kind of scuffle, they manage to lock the bear in the, in a closet or at least chop a bear in a closet. And when uh, the medics show up for what they thought was like a head injury or something like that, um, they find bodies everywhere. You know, there's a dead body on the floor. He's been shot. We'll get into that. Um, And one of the medics just stupidly so goes and opens the door, you know, sees a head in a bucket and blood pulling out. And it's like, yeah, I would have not have opened the door with blood that was coming out through the through the bottom of the door. I would never right. it. No, he opens it. Go ahead, Stu.
4: Except the thing is, though, dude, he's an EMT, okay? He's at a safe line. He's, he's got to go towards the, you know. He's got to go door, towards you know, You're, you're a first responder, man. You've got to go toward the danger. That's the problem.
3: His reaction was the best way, right? So he opens the door. And then as he looks in the corner, he sees the bear. And so then he just... Nonchalantly, nope's out. Right, I'm just gonna back up, take the door, slowly shut it, and think that he's just gonna like get away from it. It was like you didn't see me. There's right. nothing missing here. I'm just gonna shut the door. I was right. I wasn't here. Nope. Um, there was I there was just that didn't stuff. work out for him. Yeah, no, that didn't work out for it. Didn't work out for any of them. Right. So when they they managed to get into the. Uh, ambulance and, and start driving away uh, and then comes the getaway chase and yeah so that's the mom by the way she, she's the mom that goes after they go find her kids this scene was interesting too we should come back to this um, but yeah and the ambulance scene was just it was great it was probably my, one of my favorite scenes because then they start to try and get away and this bear starts chasing them down the road and it's like really this ambulance can't outrun this bear um, but it was just kind of comical because eventually the bear gets in there and just decimate everybody right I, uh, Um and then the meat
1: talking meat. while you were talking chris i looked up and i found a site called <laughs> the meat eater.com <laughs> and according oh, no. to them black bears can reach a top speed of 30 miles an hour
3: okay you know what they were moving about 30 miles an hour so it right. is on cocaine pushed that up to 40 45 yeah. maybe easy, easy. maybe yeah okay all right I like, like i said was you was know, that's pretty damn fast for that is fast. yes, damn
1: for a big. All right, bear. now I'm even more
3: scared to come across a bear in the wild because I right. don't know if I could beat a thirty mile per hour pace of no, bear. No,
1: I, I couldn't.
3: Holy smokes!
2: What, what was speaking to the comedy? It's all these great little quips that you as an audience would say. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And. Then the character inside the some one of the characters inside of the of the scene will do the same thing. So like for example, this is one of the little kids, he got scared he had run up because him and his friend had seen the cocaine bear. And then this wildlife specialist sees the bear, gets freaked out, runs up the, the tree across from him. He's like, don't worry, um, you'll be safe. And he's like the kid was like, well don't bears climb trees? He's like, yes. And then the kid's like, well, why are you in the tree? And the guy like,
3: um Shit. great. <laughs> <laughs> and that bear does climb a tree. Like, holy smokes.
4: <laughs> you know, um, totally, that's that's realistic, by the way. One thing one thing you have to point out here about the bear's motivation through this, okay? This Is it's not a random killing machine. The bear, <laughs> coked up as he may be, or she may be, it turns out. That's another story. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> there is motivation
4: here. What triggers the bear is either if it smells cocaine or this is very important if it sees a red duffel bag.
3: Yeah. Because oh, this it's, bear has learned red, condition.
4: Yep, it red it duffel bags, bag. The bear has learned to associate the red duffel bag with something awful good.
1: So now so, so now I'm curious point. if bears seek in color.
2: Uh I think a lot of predators can only see in black and white except they see red.
1: Oh. <laughs> Um, studies so kind of like indicate what or whatever. bears do see in color okay but black bears well, very, and polar bears very, very indicate that they can see color
4: huh. right yeah so that's that's what the, this this poor hiker that got that mauled it's because she had a red duffel bag the emts okay. of course as you can as you know from your from your extensive studies emt's carry <laughs> these big these red packs yep right so yeah the no. emt is like he bear sees that as like here i am baby yep. okay
3: there's a, um you know in the tree scene that we we're looking at earlier um where we had the mother and the bear that was right next to it the bear doesn't give a crap about her she doesn't have cocaine or anything bear starts climb the tree where the other guy uh that was in the other tree was covered in cocaine because he came across one of the stashes while while they were trying to escape and ends up getting it covered in him well a, you know a a gust of wind comes by or whatever, and the bear gets a whiff of it, immediately jumps down from that tree, starts crawling up the other one to get the other guy. And the only reason he's eating him up is because he's got, like like Stu said, he's covered in cocaine. He's got what he needs, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, every encounter, I want to say, with the bear, thinking about it, did the bear really, uh, other than the first couple, the bear never really attacked anyone unless there was cocaine, Immediately involved or around them, right? Cocaine
4: okay. or red duffel bag.
3: Yes, cocaine or red duffel bag, right? Yes, yes. Black,
2: Which black. makes me wonder: Was the so they were like fiancés traveling for their wedding? Yeah. Um, did she have a red backpack?
3: Yeah, I was trying to think back if she had a red yes, backpack. Did. That would have been why.
4: Yes, she did. They showed that very okay. prominently.
3: All right. Yeah. So there was. They don't really lead on to that trend until later on. So now, you know, as we're reflecting back on the movie, you know the first person that got attacked, did she have the red ruffle bag and she did? So that would explain why uh, they they kind of set that trend there.
4: Oh, yes. Yeah. So Okay, there there, there is a plot twist. Is it okay okay if I I reveal this now?
3: Yeah.
4: We've already already alluded, alluded to it. The plot twist is, and was discovered in a very harsh physical way, about halfway through the movie, is unlike the real story, this is actually the main difference from the true story. The bear is a female. If you know anything about, about, about males and females in the wild and, and, and the human race, females are much more geared towards self-preservation. If you working working life insurance, you know men live like on average like eight years less than, than, than women do. So, it's a so, lot of a so that's, it's... that's how the bear survived. Yeah,
3: this scene here is perfect. What we have up on the screen, and this is uh, the bear that uh, eventually decides that I'm going to take a nap here and sleep on this guy. I or feel
1: like it yeah, had Yeah, moment out, where
3: out whatever you want to call it. They thought maybe the bear just up and died. Um, but uh, at, at some point, you know, at this... You know, they had always assumed this, this bear was he, and it's not until this guy gets crushed, and, and they're like, well, how do you know what to... You know, he says, it's a she, you know, while, in a muffled voice while he's being crushed by this bear. And I'm like, oh, well, how do you know? You know, because it's vaginas like bumping up against my head or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, God. it's pretty comical. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Janet, you like it?
3: Yeah. Uh, so there were way
2: more jump scares than I would have expected. I would have expected maybe like one or two I just because it's yeah,
3: easy. Do a few of those, yeah.
2: But there was a lot of jump scares in this. Um, I didn't expect it to be this gory, too. Not that that offends me, but, like, between the jump scares and the goriness, like, there were several times I was, like, deep in my seat, like, oh, no. (laughs) I think at one point even Steve looked at me, like, are you okay? I am like, blood's going
1: everywhere.
3: Yeah, on the goriness, like, even to the point where someone's intestines get ripped out and they're pretty messed Huh?
2: But like it, they do between the comedy and the storytelling and the dialogue. It's it's pretty well done. Like I was I was impressed.
1: Nice. So you guys all give it uh, two thumbs up.
3: Pause. Yeah, for sure. Pause up. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> all
1: right. Nice. Well, we will definitely be checking that out. We wish yeah, we could have uh, met you guys on Friday. <laughs> it's one of the greatest feminist films in the last 20 years. What's <laughs> that? Yeah,
4: it's one of the greatest feminist films in the last 20 years. All a bear wants to do is protect his family.
1: And give and, it cocaine.
4: And, and do a lot of cocaine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yes. All right.
4: Yeah, well, it actually is. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <there>. Before <laughs> when we... <laughs>
1: Before we jump out of here, we wanted to uh, turn it over to Chris. He wants to talk about Bastardi.
3: Yeah, we haven't talked about <laughs> Bastard. Bill calls it best So there's an interesting thing about the title. So this is an anime that was released last year that I came across. Uh, we haven't talked about um, animes or, or uh, uh, waifus for that matter for a while, but there's two exclamation points in the, in the name. Anyways, this is a, uh, exactly as it shows there. Heavy metal dark fantasy and uh, it's very, uh, it's a, uh, a horny anime. It is uh, uh, definitely heavy metal, really great soundtrack in my opinion. Uh, but it's basically about a uh, wizard that gets sealed away in a, uh, in a uh, boy's body. And the way that uh, they're going to reincarnate him, he's basically to be released when they need him the most. Uh, But they weren't on good terms when they sealed this guy away. So what they end up doing is sealing away this wizard. His This wizard, to give him some context, was evil at the time and had a conquest to basically take over the world. And the only way they were able to defeat him, so to speak, is to seal his soul away. So they did the best they could do and apparently sealed it away in a little boy. The only way to release him uh, from this boy uh, is to be kissed by a virgin. So that kind of already sets the tone uh, of uh, a kiss by a female virgin, to be Mm -hmm. specific. Um, And so the way this anime kind of plays out is, um, you know, there's this town, there's this city that's under attack and, um, of course, this boy that's got the spirit sealed sealed within him lives there. And uh, his best friend, who happens to be a little bit older than him in age, um, was this trained um, person whose sole purpose was at the time that, that they meet him, she's supposed to kiss this boy and release the, the spirit of <laughs> this wizard to, to help them. Um, and the way the anime starts out, uh, you know, obviously this town's under attack by goblins and creatures and all this kind of stuff. And she ends up having to kiss the boy and they release this wizard. And he's everything that they, that they thought he would be, except he really doesn't want to help them because they were the ones that sealed them away to begin with. Um, however, it takes an interesting twist because he ends up caving and, and helping everybody in the town out because um, inside the, the, the boy, he has this affection for the girl that he grew up with that was kind of the, the key holder for his spirit. So mm. he ends up helping out anyways, but only for her sake. And uh, as the series goes on, that 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 bond uh, we find out uh, doesn't matter too much, and the seal starts to weaken a little bit, meaning that it's a fight between the young boy and the older wizard, and which personality kind of wins there, and who you know what happens is the little boy transforms into that the bigger wizard you see with the long hair there. Um, what was kind of cool was um, as the series progresses, you see the boy less and less. Uh, However, the affection that the boy has and the boy's mannerisms start to show up in the older wizard. So while he may be evil and he's kind of like, he's very kind of misogynistic at at, at times and everything like that, um, they did a very good job with uh, the the darkness of the anime as well. So he's very much like, I'm only helping you because it helps me take over the world and I'm going to kill you, whether you're a good guy or a bad guy, if you get in my way. Um, so very dark in that in that manner, but they they have a lot of um, themes like from Inuyasha, where you have Kagome that has this 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 upper hand always over Inuyasha. Uh, they have scenes where they portray the wizard with like his dog ears, and it looks just like Inuyasha in a lot of the scenes where you know she puts a smackdown on him, or you know, careful, I'm going to steal you away again because you're being obnoxious or whatever. But he, he, you end up finding he has a lot of these sexual-type relationships with all these women that he comes across. Mm. Um, so it becomes like this harem-type uh, anime after a while, and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> um, so, and and it's just it's just really interesting. I, I thought from Netflix's per, uh, perspective they would put something out that was kind of racy in that manner, but I guess, you know, that's something they're exploring. But it was still like a, a 10 out of 10. I still ended up watching them about... 18 20 episodes through, and it's about 25 to 30 episodes typically 24, that you run into. But it was very much, it's not for kids, it is not for kids, not in one way, not one bit. Okay. Um, but definitely, definitely an adult anime. Um, but it's yeah. definitely entertaining. Where's it uh, streaming? Netflix, That's Netflix. No Netflix. Okay. Okay. Netflix produced one. Um, again, great soundtrack. It's all about long hair for the guys and the women. <laughs> Uh, a little bit of fanfare, uh, a little bit of everything. That's pretty. Good. So I
2: actually got through the first episode of that a while back and mm-hmm. I didn't continue even though the animation style was cool because the dialogue just got so cheesy. And I know yeah, anime is not known,
3: dialogue, yeah.
2: like I know a lot of anime is not like the most profound dialogue, but there's a level, <laughs> there's a level of good dialogue that you, ex- you kind of expect. And I don't know, maybe I'll give it another try since Chris would, is praising it, but...
3: Yeah, I would give it, it felt another... I feel like they are
2: being lazy on the dialogue a little bit. I
3: would, I would give it another shot, because um, there are... The way it starts out is a little bit slow, so I, I felt kind of the same. I had actually watched the first episode uh, about two or three months ago, um, and then didn't come back to it. And then restarted it again the other day, and then just kept watching it. It actually got better and better. So um, I feel like it was maybe a poor pilot, if you will, um, mm-hmm. to start the series. Um, but if you keep going, it actually gets better in terms of the characters that you meet. Um, some of the uh, interesting things that happen that, that I won't uh, spoil, spoil for uh, people if you do decide to watch it, uh, because the surprises are kind of what makes it. Um, as well as how some of the characters develop and and grow over time. So, But so far, what the theme seems to be is, um, you know, we're starting to see the boy, the original boy, who the soul was sealed in less and less. So it comes in the question as to who's in control of the wizard and ultimately, um, you know, what does the end game look like? Because he maintains that the only reason he's helping anybody out is it only helps him get to control the world at the end. There'll be no one left standing if he just eliminates all his enemies, and then he'll take over the world. It's kind of been his whole thing. So the question is, is he still that person, or is he different? Hmm. So what, 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 what? How much of the boy remains in that personality to, uh, to maybe save them? Because there's nothing to stand between him, not you know, as he used to be, the evil sorcerer, or the evil wizard. Um, you know, there's nothing to stand between them. He could kill them all right now if he wanted, and he knows that. So, yeah, he ends up, uh, probably with about four or five different women by the time, well, up to the episode I'm at, uh, who all in some ways have some kind of relationship with him, um, including one that is his daughter and his lover. What? Um, yeah, that's a thing too. So, uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, like I said, it's very interesting. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right then.
3: <laughs> yeah, rated R for sure. I don't yeah. know what the rating is. Yeah, that's, God that's damn it anime. That's but not for the you, kids though.
1: No. You'd rec it's recommended viewing. You liked it?
3: Yeah, if you're if you're in anime, and you're looking for something new, there, there is a, uh, that was the first season. They uh, it was appreciated enough where Netflix
4: is doing a second season this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris for a guy like me, okay, who's who's all into the intertextuality. What, what 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 would you compare it to? What's what's the intellectual legacy of the bastard? Um
3: ooh. It's a cartoon. Come on.
4: <laughs> you want to talk about cartoons,
3: I'll talk about cartoons all day. <laughs> yeah, no, it, um uh, I'm finding it hard to compare compare it to, to much because Netflix is their own it, what, what interested me in it is because I don't have a lot to compare it to in okay. the direction that they're going with it and the theme of, um, you know, this heavy metal, dark fantasy. It's just, I mean, that those four words really depict what this is. Uh, and I don't have a lot to compare it to. Everyone kind of picks heavy metal or dark or fantasy or what have you. This is a combination of all of it.
4: How, how would you compare it to, say, uh, Vampire Hunter D? Better oh
3: wow yeah but yeah because vampire hunter d you won't have uh that, that's actually great you brought that one up so that that one's a pretty good classic in terms of a of a dark fantasy and, and probably one of the better vampire even films that are out there i think um and uh this this is better in the aspect of uh the story they, they bring in they bring in comedy you don't really have that in vampire hunter d you have you have a couple of quips and whatnot um but uh, I put this above Vampire Hunter D. Um, if you're looking for more of a a longer term series, a little bit more uh, magic involved, and uh, if you're into wife and harems, and you know, it, like I said earlier, like kind of like a horny anime, it's just it's interesting to spin on things.
4: Hmm. It really is. Yeah. So like, a, yeah, so if, you, if you cross least... heavy yeah, like uh, heavy metal and Vampire Hunter D, you're in.
3: Yeah, and and again, they, they bring in themes from other animes that are widely known out there. So, like sealing a a dark spirit within a, a boy is kind of like a Naruto type thing to do. That's where they had the Nine Tails uh, sealed into with him. You have the Inuyasha theme. Um, then you also have it basically took a lot of different genres from anime and then pulled it into this one um, dark fantasy series. So they do they do poke fun at them fun at themselves. They do weird things with the animation that. It's clearly, uh, you know, a jab at different genres. So, it's it's intelligent. It is. Right.
1: Good to know. Jenna, you looking even more forward to watching it now?
2: I don't know.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, the whole, uh, the whole daughter lover thing.
2: Uh. Yeah, you had me at uh, with the daughter mother thing.
3: So. Okay. So yeah, and and to be clear, she's not. That this girl is technically she is a grown woman at the time that this is going down. Uh what had happened was uh she's not technically his daughter. He was oh, little, okay. well, came across that he didn't end up killing and ended up raising. But then when mm-hmm. she was old enough, they ended up having this weird romantic relationship with each other or whatever. But
2: okay, as long as there's it, no blood, the whole, blood relationship.
3: They're my daughter and my lover was something that that he literally says in there. And it's it's intentional because it's awkward to say and they say it in front of other people to where they're like, wait, what? And and that's that speaks to like that's it's very intentionally done.
1: Huh.
3: You know. Um, so yeah, it's not a it's not a literal as much as it is it's like it's not an incestual thing. thing. So, yeah.
4: so, 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 so kind of kind like Grover Cleveland or Woody Allen, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh
2: oh god, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> can so, somebody yeah. please can somebody please tell me why anime, all it is is scantily clad females?
3: It's not all it's scantily clad females. It's not all. Only <laughs> it's only a genre like... of anime. It's only... We just happen to talk about a lot of them that are, but it's no. not. <laughs> there are literally some that are made, like uh, if you take uh, uh, Trigon, for example, is nothing of, that, of the sorts of that. And Trigon no. is more of a post-apocalyptic type world. Um you know where people were fighting over energy and water and, and and things like that and it's it's like uh you know uh it's just an action type anime so th- there's a lot of different genres out there but it's not just that and i brought this up actually when we talked about um uh anime nebraska Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were on the floor. I mentioned how there was a lot of art that was just scantily clad mm-hmm. women and, and half dressed women, or whatever. But that's not the that's not the broadness that anime covers. But so, it seems
2: like that's a lot of it.
3: it well, that's what sells a, a lot of poor, merchandise. Yeah, that's a perception, and that's a merchandising thing. And it's that's what, the twelve year old
2: boys stuff. buying stuff.
3: We'll <laughs> wait until we have another episode. Where we talk about AI and what's going to go on with a lot of that. So, Ugh. Um, uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I disagree with that i get it linda but it is like anime is very much broader i mean my library of anime is is so broad but this is this is a funny kind of area that to dive into and it is more prominent but it's not all of it. you've got your mechas your gundam wings and all that kind of stuff where where women are like and a lot of times you can't even tell the difference between the women and the men like it's very much
1: um um,
3: unisex and theme and it's just you know they all kind of look the same because that's not the focus of the anime
1: all right. So. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you all for tuning in for this episode. We hope you enjoyed uh, what we had to talk about. Hope you get out there and see Cocaine Bear and uh, check out Bastard uh, also uh, if you're inclined to. Um, we might check it out, Linda. <laughs> 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 Bill and I have to do,
2: check that, uh, out do a do in the Yeah,
1: we'll we'll try maybe the first three episodes. We're still we're still. Trying to work through Box Mac and a mock. Uh,
4: you go right ahead. <laughs> it, it, I mean, no. I mean L- L- Linda, if you want me to address that in a more vague way, this is something <laughs> I, I. In fact, I sent this video to the to the group. Um, what we what we've seen a lot of it. This is because I just, I just watched a, a I get a video that really pointed this out. Is that a lot, your mainstream a lot of your mainstream theatrical films these days have almost no sex or even really very much romance at all. Because they've gone, because that's got to appeal the broadest possible denominator. So you've got to keep these movies less likely to be objected to by parents. For whatever reason, our society, (laughs) um, violence is less objectionable than sex or nudity, right? So, so what's happened instead is that um, sexual content has kind of has kind of made its way to the more um, liminal genres. So you, when you have like the. streaming television ethics and uh, things like that that are more mid uh, mid budget range, that's where you're gonna see that, that sort of content. So that that might answer your question somewhat that you're seeing it there because it's been pushed out of other media. That, exactly. that probably doesn't answer your question but it, it may address it in some small centella.
1: All right. All right. Well, again, thank you all for watching and we will see you next time. We'll be talking about uh, Megan, the robotic horror film. So uh, take care. Thanks for tuning in and leave us a comment below. uh, If you watched Cocaine Bear, what did you think of it? Um, Would you want to have been Cocaine Bear? You had the choice, I guess. All right. Take care. We'll see you later. Bye bye.